Hey everybody, uh, my name is Eric with Smart Pot Fabric Planters and welcome to the Growing Revolution. We're really excited today. We have a special guest, the guru of ganja, Ed Rosenthal. Um, Ed, everyone knows you as the guru of ganja. Uh, how old were you when you first got introduced to cannabis and uh, what did it do for you? I was uh, 21 when I first started using it and uh, uh, I think that it changed my life. It's given me, it's helped to give me insight to think outside the box and uh, to help me become myself. Mm -hmm. It kind of reveals you to yourself. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's a lot of uh, uh, navel searching mm -hmm. with, uh, with cannabis, but I think that it has been really positive experience. And uh, when did you first start cultivating? And what was that setup like? I first started cultivating uh, shortly after I uh, started using it. And at that time, most uh, marijuana came with seeds because it was before Sensome, a lot of it was, was Mexican or Colombian. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason why I started growing is because I have always had uh, an interest in uh, in, agri in uh, plants and in uh, cultivation of plants and had taken classes at the, as a, ch a child at the uh, New York Botanical Gardens which had classes for gardening for kids and uh, my uh, goal in life was uh, in, from high school was to become a geneticist and so I stayed pretty close to that. Yeah. Now when did you move from New York to California? August 17th, 1973. Okay, so so were you kind of in the, the cultivation scene before moving to California then? Well, I, I came out to California to work on the 1972 Mar uh, Marijuana Initiative and uh, once I was in California, I realized that that uh, was my was actually my home, and so within months of coming there, I had moved. Nice, nice. Um, now, with your uh, experience with High Times Magazine and your uh, new edition of the Cannabis Growers Handbook here, um, what would you say is the biggest struggle that the average cannabis grower has? Tough question, because <laughs> people who think it's easy to grow cannabis, it's not. If you've ever tried, it's it's not. Well, I, uh, on the other hand, it isn't hard to grow cannabis either. If you, so, if you know if, what you're doing. If you know what you're doing. And, uh, and cannabis is a kind of a vigorous plant that uh, uses a lot of resources, a, a lot of light, a lot of nutrients, and... Uh, uh, and it's a fun plant to grow. And one of the things that separates cannabis from many other plants is that most plants have both male and female on the same plant. And cannabis, on the other hand, like 5% of other seed plants, has a separate male and female plant. And that makes it uh, much more interesting and uh, gives people a feeling um, uh, closeness to the plant. Um, so, uh, what's your impression of Smart Pot Fabric Planters? 
by home growers than industri by farmers and by commercial growers. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd like to see um, uh, cannabis become uh, a product like that, mm -hmm. where, where most cannabis is grown by home growers. Mm -hmm. um, now, kind of going back in time, is there anything that you miss about the you know the good old days or the you know the kind of pre-legalization days? Or is or has everything been positive? Well, the most positive thing about it is that fewer people are going to prison for mm -hmm. cannabis, and nobody should be in prison for it. And uh, uh, anybody who's in, who agrees with that, they might want to check out Last Prisoner Project, which is trying to stop people from being p placed in prison and to get prisoners out. Uh, marijuana prisoners out of prison. It's just outrageous that some people are becoming billionaires from cannabis and other people are suffering in prison for the same thing. It's outrageous. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm a big uh, fan of the Last Prisoner Project, too. They're doing some great work. Um, now, you're a cannabis pioneer. You've done a lot of things from, you know, High Times, the, the Hash and Cannabis Museum in Amsterdam, your books. What are you the most proud of? Well, I don't know. Uh, I, have a, I have a deep pride in, uh, in my new book. I think that that, um, that uh, you know, I, I didn't write it alone. I wrote it with uh, Dr. Rob Flannery, who has a, a uh, PhD in uh, plant biology, and then Dr. Rob Holmes, and Angela Bacow, who's been involved in uh, cannabis literature for 15 years. And so uh, I uh, think that we did, a, uh, we did as a team something that no one individual could do. And that is put put this book together, and uh, we also uh, uh, engaged with any number of other cultivators and researchers, scientists, professors, so that the number of people involved in writing this book numbers more than thirty. Oh wow! And so it was a, quite a unique project, and uh, I'm, I feel that this book. Uh, Will help uh, hundreds of thousands of people. Which edi what edition are you on now with this uh, cannabis growers handbook? This is the sixth edition. Wow. And what would you say is, is kind of the new stuff that's in this edition versus like the edition I have from 12 years ago? Well, we have a, a lot more on light, for instance, and how to measure light and uh, the new methods that people are using in measuring that. LED has come a long way since then. That's right. And uh, actually looking at the amount of energy that the plants are receiving from the light, and we cover that in a big way, and also fertilization. There's a lot, of, a lot more on that. But it's just in all different areas and giving people ideas about different methods of cultivation. And you know what the right method of cultivation is? Whatever works, right? The one that you feel comfortable with. Yep. That's the right method. Yeah. And uh, there is no wrong method of cultivating as long as you're providing the, uh, what the needs of the plants. And the idea is you 
who plants do talk, and they tell you what they need. And the way that they talk is by looking, is not through verbally, but it's by looking at the plant and see what it's doing, see if it has nutrient deficiencies, uh, and all of that, all of that, those symptoms of any kind of problem are, are how the plant talks, and uh, it's, it's a universal language. Absolutely. Um, now, besides picking up, you know, your copy of the Cannabis Growers uh, Handbook here, any here it is. Yeah. beautiful cover, uh, by the way, any last words of advice to the beginner grower who, you know, has never grown a plant before and is curious and wants to give it a run? Well, the first thing is growing plants is fun. It's fun to, it, it, it's fun and it, it is uplifting and uh, uh, when you grow cannabis, I have to give you a warning about that. You know, using cannabis probably isn't the best way of any, although it might be a little bit habit forming, but growing it is addictive. And I know people who uh, used to use cannabis and no longer use it, but they can't stop growing it. And it's because it's such a unique plant and responds so quickly and uh, so well to different environmental inputs. Yeah, there's no other plant that can vary so wildly based on environmental inputs, growing methods, nutrients. I totally agree. And, uh, and it's truly fascinating. And uh, as I said, growing is growing marijuana is addictive. <laughs> well, um, Ed, thank you so much for your time on uh, the growing revolution, and everyone should definitely pick up a copy of uh, Ed's book, or he's got lots of other publications that he's done over the years, and uh, just really want to thank you for your time. Well, thank you for having me. You know, uh, ca cannab uh, cannabis has been the introduction for many people to agriculture or to growing plants. So it might have been the first plant they grew, but not the last.
and so he stayed with me for uh, for almost a year. Uh, and after spending four years in prison here, and it was his old McAllister jail. So uh, um, that was not a very happy time, and uh, it's ironic that now Oklahoma has some of the most progressive laws regarding cannabis, and it's great that it does. And I think that it's really good for the people of Oklahoma, and whether or not they use cannabis, their, their resources aren't going to be waste, wasted on these legal things that, that did nothing to help society, and uh, uh, people uh, can grow their own and feel free. And everybody likes to feel free, right? <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.